it's May 24th, 2022, and I just followed up with my um, case, case with the um, USPS. Um, they told me that someone would call me in regards to the New York City location where my case was stolen, obviously, and um, I thought it was lost to begin with, but it was obviously stolen. They, um, nobody called me the first time when I, when I, uh, reported this on May 4th and they claimed that somebody had the, um, there was a phone number that was from the post office in New Haven on Brewery Street that called me twice, rang once, and hung up. So that happened twice. I, I answered it both times quickly, and it still hung up. So I mentioned this to the people, um throughout this whole three weeks plus that I've been trying to just get my flash drive case back. Wondering why the hell they notified the Brewery Street in New Haven when this was a situation that happened in New York City. The thing is, is that that dentist that I saw, I claimed was probably a CIA agent. He had all the footprints of one being so sleazy in his behavior and he stole my tablet. And then somebody dropped my tablet off at the Connecticut Transit offices. I did not use my tablet on the bus. So, um, that's the tangled web that I have going on right now. And this morning, a, a person from 860-524-6263 called me. She said her name was Denisha. Why the hell is somebody from Hartford, Connecticut calling me in regards to uh, um, an issue involving the post office in New York City? And it obviously proves my point that CIA is pulling this shit. So 
that's the reason why I'm turning this recorder on. Even though my spy machine phone it probably is listening to everything I fucking say now anyway. Because that's way the way they have our our devices rigged. They're called intellectual property for a reason. They are our intellectual property which they are trespassing all the time in Washington DC could give a shit. Because they are part of the organized crime in this country and they know that Americans killed Americans on September 11th. So that's the whole thing. Um, it's a tangled web. And I don't know if there is um, going to be any solution for me. This is, um, I just had to um, make sure that this was uh, still recording because the um, uh, screen uh went to, I don't know if it's called, went to, it didn't really go to sleep, but it just went back to the main home screen, so I had to access it through my pen before I call. I did not call Hartford back, because anything I say to them will be used against me. And this person that I called in um, the New York City uh, location, 212-330-5770, said, you called the wrong number. Hello? And I'm like, that's the number yes. that was given to me. But at least I've got somebody instead of a voicemail that says that yes, um, hold on the a second. voice box is full. That was a different number. Okay. Um, so it looks like um, you left the flash drive on the counter of the post office that you were at? Not necessarily. Not at this point. They would have uh, contacted me about it. There's a lot of weird things going on. I, uh, I left uh, across the street. I left the Starbucks. Uh, between um, 11 and 11.15 in the morning. And I went over to the post office, and I, 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 it just baffles me that I did not get into the Grand Central Station until 2. So um, I just wrote out a few cards at, at the counter, and th and then I went in line. So I purchased those three cards. I also purchased stamps, and the stamps are missing. Um, so there's some weird stuff going on in my life all the time. And I, I'm not, I, I, I certainly was not uh, 
you know, accusing the post office, the woman that took care of me was very nice. Um, and at first I, uh, when I got home, uh, it was before 5 PM when I got home after taking the train back to Connecticut. And, um, I noticed that my, um, flash drive case was missing. So I thought, how could that happen? I would have noticed it missing when I paid for my Starbucks. And I would presume that I would have noticed it missing when I paid for my postage. So, um, because it's a, you know, it's about the size of uh, two eyeglass cases. um, And it had a zipper that went around it. But, it, you know, it had um, a very... Uh, I shouldn't say very hard, but it was a, a you know, it, the structure of it was not just material. It, you know, it had, um, the case was protected so that the um, flash drives and the SD cards that I had in there would not be harmed. So it yeah, was Yeah, like an outer thing. shell type thing. Yes. So, yeah. so, um, I wondered if maybe I left it on the counter and that's how I approached it when I called the post office and, and, uh, you know, made an inquiry and I asked them to treat it as a lost and found issue. Um, and you know, they actually canceled the inquiry and I had to reissue, I had to have another number, case number, reissued today. And um, the um, one uh, representative that I spoke to actually said that he was, um, the, I, I spoke to a representative that was just giving me information that was off the wall. It had made no sense at all. He agreed that it was at the New York City a post office that I had an issue. Um, uh, where are you calling from, by the way? I'm calling out of uh, Hartford with the Consumer Affairs team. Yeah, well, uh, that creeps me out, to be honest with you. Why would Hartford even be involved with this? Well, it was uh, the, the case was referred to... Um, let me see here. It was referred to the New Haven office. Why? Um, and they were, they were actually supposed to reach out to you today, but I think what happened was they kind of got a little bit busy. So what happens when an office doesn't make initial contact with a customer? Why? That's the point. Because this has nothing to do with your post offices. It has to do with New York City. Why are they trying um, to gather information, and and is this like some kind of CIA operative kind of thing going on? Because I had uh, uh, somebody steal my tablet, and I had an issue with that, and that's still ongoing, um, in fact. So, so that's the whole thing. You know, I I can't, I'm not even going to go into that because I don't want, um, you know, I don't, I'm just trying to get my rights. I'm not trying to have somebody frame me so they can 
go to my apartment and arrest me. So that's the whole point. I don't understand why I cannot speak to somebody in New York City. Um, well, that would you would probably have to reach out directly to whatever office you wanted to speak with. Um, this isn't for, even for the what? right state. You know, it, you? it was New York City where my uh, um, flash drive case was gone, and now they're exploiting it. And that's the big problem here. I do, you know, is it just this just a way to just shove it under the rug? What uh, business no. do you have even involved with this? You do not work for New York City. You do not. You're not on their payroll. And I want to speak to somebody there. I want them okay. to. I want them to uh, look at their video. That's what I asked for to begin with. Okay, I'll, I'll add it to the uh, to the notes for the case and make sure that the uh, the Lexington, New York office uh, is the one who reaches out to you. Um, but this again, this was just uh, um, a courtesy call to let you know that we have your case. And um, well, you shouldn't. Your... It doesn't make any sense. You're not even in the same state. Right, right. We we're just the, the headquarters for um, for the consumer affairs, so we automatically get uh, get these cases. And again, this was you just mean a, you're the headquarters for consumer affairs for the United States? No, just for just for this just for this area. So again, this was just a well. I'm not call. in. It wasn't in this area. It was in New York City. So why are, you know, I, I, I'm not following your logic there. Uh, I was, I'm just informing you. Um, what do you uh, mean again, by we'll, this area? The, 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 Connecticut, the Connecticut area, again, I don't, I'm I don't not know why. In, that, that wasn't even where my um, flash drive case came up missing. Right, I... I <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I letting you know. I have to fight a lot of corruption here in this state. I've been illicitly arrested. The landlord has tried to evict me. There's all kinds of people that are always down on my, down my neck. And it, it, so this, you know, these tactics are just tactics and they're nefarious. So that's well, the, that's my point. I'm just trying to get um, help and uh, finding my case, and, and, and this has turned into a fiasco, and it just makes it even worse for me because it makes me feel very unsafe and more exploited. That's my yeah. point. Yeah, I, I understand your frustration. I'm not. I, I promise you we're not, we're not with the CIA or anything. We're not well, trying to get you don't know that. Your superiors could be. My uncle had uh, business connections with the post office, and he also was a CIA man, and he stole my Social Security number so that he could use it on the purchase of a Mercedes-Benz for his wife and save himself some thousands of dollars in paying ta sales tax, flatlining my credit. And he, you know, obviously had a lot of money to begin with. So he just enjoyed that kind of 
uh, game and then treated me like a nobody. He offered, he said I could stay at his house so I could secure employment. I get there and he didn't want me to get employment because my God, that would be terrible if my social security number started floating around. It was a really weird, terrible circumstance. And when I left, I even left $300 on the table from being there for two months. And out of those two months, I took my, I had to take my niece back to, or I mean my cousin back to um, New York. She's cousin by re relation. I did not know her. So, but all of a sudden she just, you know, said, I need you to take me to New York, up uh, upstate New York. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I didn't even argue with the point because I was just trying to get a job. And that was my whole point of being there. And I ended up doing crafts all the time because he wouldn't let me go anywhere. So that was the situation that I had, and it was a very uh, terrible one, and he was probably CIA because the bank wouldn't do anything about it, even though they knew that it was my Social Security number that he used in the, um, in the paperwork. So uh, I, I really have a lot of bad things that happened to me, and it's not my fault, and, and it continues. So... Um, I, I don't understand who decided that, that they wanted to exploit me and send this to other people in Connecticut so that they know that my flash drive is, case is missing and hey, let's go find it and, you know, steal it from her or whatever, you know, and it probably was CIA that stole it from me to begin with. Um, over, stalking me over at the post office. So, um, my, my apartment has been ransacked. So, um, that's the kind of stuff that I have to deal with uh, all the time here. So, um, uh, please have somebody from New York City um, uh, reach out to me and Return that information to them. You should not be having anything to do with this. This is just a matter of exploiting me. And God only knows where, the, where that information is going to go next. So, um, so please do that. Okay, Miss Bradley. Um, so, I, I guess I'm a little confused here as far as um, how this relates to the Postal Service. Um, did you say that this flash drive that you had issues with was left at a postal, postal facility? I need to find out. I need to know if somebody stole it. I had it when I was at the uh, Starbucks because I would have seen it missing out of my purse when I paid. Okay, okay. So as far as what the Postal Service can do, um, we will, you know, have the, that local office check to see if, if there was a flash drive left there. And if it is, you know, we can, we can ask you and try to, you know, get your description of it, see if it matches. And then, of course, we can return it if, it, if there was one left there. If there was not one left there, then unfortunately there's nothing further that we could do. However, What about the video uh, we'll to see if somebody stole it from me? 
well, that would not be part of the postal service's responsibility. Um, that you know, you could you could talk to local law enforcement or um, some no, other. No, the postal service that. is the one that manages the videos. Oh, as far as okay, you're talking about the surveillance. Yeah, I was oh, there the from eleven fifteen to two p.m. And I don't even know how that even happened. Yeah, so so the, the the individuals that would have access to any kind of surveillance, if they're you know if there's something like that you're talking about, would be the postal inspection service, and um, and so that's a separate entity. But they would they would be the ones with video surveillance. They may or may not have that time frame because, as you can imagine, um, over at a certain point in time, um, it's refreshed. It's, it's I requested it right, right. away. Through the Postal Inspection Service? I requested it. I called the post office, and in, my, in the case information, I requested it. Okay, and, that's, and that is what we are, you know, we're, we're referring to as that case. However, it's, it would be the Postal Inspection Service, and I can give you information on how to contact them, and, and they would be able to look at Why is it that nobody uh, furthers this on, uh, from their office? I want to talk to the New York City people. Um, nobody in New so, Haven should be calling me. And so I, okay. um, uh, nobody yeah. else from New Haven has called me except for uh, two rings, two times my phone rang once. And I even picked up right away because the phone was near me. And when I answered it, they hung up. And that, okay. if that was their their justification for trying to call me and I didn't answer, that's ridiculous. Why did they, why okay. did that even happen? What kind of technocracy are they using to mismanage this so they can cover up what really what happened to my flash drive case? That's okay. the whole and point. That's yeah, why yeah, I figure I, it was CIA that stole it. Okay. They've done those well, things to me before, believe me. And I had an FBI agent. I had to um, leave a voicemail message for that FBI agent. He's retired okay. now. I can't. I can't call him. Sure. Sure. So I um, can't. So you know, I I'm really just beside myself with all this corruption. They okay. had no yeah, and, point. And, what was their point in in um, engaging the the um, Connecticut post office? There was no point. They didn't even discuss it with me to see if I would be on the same page about it. No. Are you? A and I hardly even go to the post office. I go there maybe once once or twice a week. That's it. Okay. Are, are, you, are you a resident of Connecticut? What does that have to do with anything? And I'm not here because I want to be here. That's for sure. It's been hell ever okay. since I moved here. I just can't afford to leave. So okay. and, and I don't even want to go there as far as being a resident of Connecticut goes. I couldn't even vote because they stole my keys out of my apartment. And okay. they did some and, terrible and, things to me also. So, okay. I, I, you know, I, um, you have no point 
in, in getting involved with this. Connecticut is a very corrupted state. And I'm just trying to get something that was stolen from me. And I'm being exploited now. So other people can just go and uh, get it. And I'll never get it back now. That's the, that's the way I see it. So uh, this has nothing to do with Connecticut. And yet they want to know because they want to steal it. That's okay, all. Ma'am, yeah, and, and I can I can understand that you know you're, this is very upsetting to you. I can I can definitely understand that. And the reason why we're contacting you in Connecticut is because we got we got this case based on your residency. I see that the facility where what the, has the, that the got to do with it? It's just the ma'am. It's just the routing. It's just the routing. It has and nothing we're, we're to do to with anything. Okay. They, I, I want that. to talk to the people in New York City. Okay. And okay. I don't yeah. want you to yeah. have that file anymore. You should not. Okay. You don't have any legal right to it. Ma'am, ma'am, I, I, I completely understand your, you know, your frustration in this situation. I really do. We're going to get this case over to New York and then so that they can follow up with you. All right? Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Yep. Bye. So this got interrupted and because of the the call from from New Haven. And um I'm uh I'm going to continue the other recording for as long as I can. I think it, that recording will um it will all fit here. And um, I don't have the number um, handy now, uh, but I, I have it. I have it in my uh, notebook, which uh, I will make part of this. So um, I'm calling another number at that postal location 212-330-5700 unlike the number that she um, put on the voicemail um, as a matter of fact I should play that voicemail um, I think I'm going to play the voicemail first Please enter your password, then press pound. You have 16 saved messages. Saved I messages. had over 20 messages saved. They must have deleted them. messages for Anna calling from the United States Postal Service Customer Affairs. My name is Denisha. I'm following up on behalf of the service request you created. I understand that you're looking to locate a black case that contained flash drives that was left at a local post office in New York. I did reach out to that facility located in zip code 10017 to inquire about this black case. Unfortunately, they were unable to locate it. If you have any additional questions, I can be reached at 
If you wish to contact that local office directly, they can be reached at 212-330-5770. Thank you and have a great day. So that was the number that she gave. To replay this message, press 1. To delete, press 7. 3. Message saved. So that was the number that she gave me. And when I called it, the guy said, what are you calling me for? I have nothing to do with it. I mean, it was like really weird. Um, very defensive. He said, I work upstairs. How would I know? And um, so I'm, ca I'm calling the number that he gave me, 212-330-5700. Looks like another dead end. He probably told them not to answer the phone. Or this spy device is n telling them not to. Through fucking CIA. And it just hung up. I didn't, I, I didn't hang up on it. Because it, the, it hears what I'm just saying. That's why. That's how these uh, devices are set up. They can hear every damn thing. So I'm going to have to make this a two-parter, obviously. Um, and I'm going to post this on my Anchor account. Because... I was at the U.S. Post Office in New York City from between 11 a.m. and 11.30 p.m. to 2 p.m. I could not believe that I was there that long. Over two hours. How could, how could that even happen? And what happened to me? So, um, so that's the concern that I have. Um, and maybe I got abducted when I went back to the uh, train station after I finished at the post office. I wrote up a few cards and then I left. Um, so, I mean, I wrote up a few cards. I went, I, I, I went to the postal clerk's, um, booth. So I had to be in line for a little while. 
and then and then I got taken care of. So it's all just really very strange. And I also purchased stamps. And I don't have the stamps are missing. The only stamps that I have are ones that I have purchased in the past and they're just little partial books. And I know she gave them to me. I remember that. Um, I have to look at the receipt, the time of the receipt, and see what exactly what time I left at the post office. It's really awful to have to consider all these things. I'm no, I'm not an agent. Um, I'm a citizen and I'm a patriot. So that makes me like an enemy of most of these scumbags around here that are abusing power, especially CIA. They're terrorists. And, um, I spoke to a woman by the name of Diana. She started the case for me because, uh, the person that I had spoken to prior to her did not issue a case number and said somebody would call me and nobody called me. So, um... Somehow that person was advised not to make a case out of it because it was probably a CIA job. Um, that's what I'm uh, presuming. So um, in any event, the um, case number was actually closed. And I had called last week about this and did not get any follow-up so I am nobody told me they were gonna close the case they did not send me any email saying the case was closed it was completely out of their own volition not mine so they opened a new file and now I can't even contact the person at 212-330-5700. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to call the other number that I was given, that I was getting before and but a man answered it this time 
so it may be that that was the number that the post office told me to call. Um, after the uh, complaint was initiated with a case number 3843981. Um, they changed it yesterday to 3899244. Um, they actually had another number also, and it, um, a person that I had, oh, okay, here's the number that um, I'm looking in my notebook. The number that they gave me was This might be Starbucks. I think this number is. The mailbox of the person you are calling is currently full and cannot accept new messages. Please try your call again later. Thank you. No, that uh, that's the same message that I got. I think when I dialed the other number, uh, 212-330-5770. So the 5724 is probably also the post office. I also have uh, written down Starbucks because I had gone to Starbucks just before I went to the post office. But I would have been at Starbucks for about a half an hour. I took the subway at uh, 10.18. I purchased the ticket, so I got on the subway at about 10.20. It was that quickly. And I went to the Lexington Avenue subway from Broadway, Wall Street. So, um, after that, I walked up to Starbucks, and I would have been there probably, definitely by 1045, so I was there till maybe a quarter after 11. Um, because they waited on people pretty quickly, and I was there for about 10 minutes, drinking the coffee and eating a bagel. There was still a half a cup of coffee left, but I brought it with me and went over to the post office. And I finished my coffee while I was writing up some postcards that I purchased there. There were about five. I already had three written up, which I um, actually 
had written up before I got there. So, so uh, that's all the information I have in regards to this. It seems like post office is the culprit as far as where my case was stolen and nobody gives a shit. Um, they know that it was stolen deliberately. That's my impression. I'm going to call again, see my number probably on their caller ID. And it hangs up. It just hung up. So I'll have to make a part two on this. Um, and I'm not going to let this lie. Not by no means. This is bullshit. This is a CIA job. That's my conclusion. And um, I have their um, mailing address. And very likely I will um, mail something to them. Um, I just finished a letter to, I shouldn't say just, but uh, I just finished copying uh, my letter to Exact Sciences. And... Um, they have a CEO, Kevin Conroy, who is an actor, and he became famous for his role as Batman. Mr. Mask Man, promoting the mask agenda for COVID. I mean, how stupid and depraved and uh, just idiotic uh, is all this? Yet they are having control over our own health, which means they think they're gods or something. They do. They think they're gods, and they can decide who lives and who dies, who's the targeted person and who isn't. That's basically what it is. Who they can benefit from and harvest money out of versus who who can uh, live. So that's, that's the whole thing. 
can't even say how sick of it I am. It's been like that all my life, starting with somebody that tried to murder me when I told them they were a pig and to leave me alone because they were tra trying, they were stalking me and they were obviously a sex trafficker. And they probably work for uh, CIA. So that's the that's the whole thing, you know. Their tangled web is constant in my life, and I am not going to stand for it. They're telling me to call fucking Hartford, Connecticut for this situation is just another example of, of their depravity, their manipulation, and framing themselves. Because they obviously are framing themselves. All of this began in Hartford. They stalked me when I went to New York City. This is a CIA job, obviously. So, um, I will have to make a part two of this. Um, and, um, and we, you know, just have to, um, post that as well. So this is all I um, am saying at this point. And it's 11.37 a.m. May 24th. I need to get my uh, things mailed out, including the return of the unused box to Cologuard. There's no way in hell I'm going to, um, to do that kit. No way in hell. So, the, the CEO actually led the insurrection at the White House. Who paid him? Trump. Trump paid all those actors. And everybody said they were actors that did that and supposedly people died um so and i think one was a security officer but who knows it could have been all acting on both sides of the fence and it was just a distraction from what stuff like oh well uh trump helped with the um, uh, planning of September 11th. That's just a piece of it. He destroyed Paradise, California using the laser weapons that he purchased five months before that. So it, they all have a signature on it. And, um, no doubt the underworld will use him as a fall guy also when 
push comes to shove. So, we need to get rid of this criminal underground that has taken over our government. So, um, it's 11.40, and I'm going to um, end this and do a part two. It's uh, 29 minutes right now, so thank you. So, I just have a minute and a half left, and I can only emphasize that I'm going to do a follow-up um recording on these issues that are starting to pancake now but that's just the way my life uh works out i can't just get one thing fixed and then another thing fixed they all just conglomerate together like like uh rocks so um Anyways, I will um, post this as is. I cannot listen to the re-recording right now. I'm just going to post it unfiltered. So, um, just want to remind you that uh, this was interrupted with a phone call, and I recorded the call and then went back to the other recording. Thank you. Oh, it's, um, I've got a few more minutes left. What am I saying? Um, <clears throat> in regards to this, um, World Insurance Associates, which, uh, claims to own, uh, Bazudo Management, which is my landlord, Although they don't admit they're the landlord, they use another name, MEPT Chapel Street. Yet the employees are all under the Bazudo payroll. And they made MEPT a nonprofit organization. Yet they take the money in and deposit it. I mean, the, the whole thing is just so, so corrupted. I don't know how else to put it. They quit claimed this multi-billion dollar building to 360 State Street for a dollar. That should not have even been allowed. But the, but the housing um, department, you know, this state is so far away from the law. It's, it's so lawless. They could care less about laws. And they're, they, they're, you know, they get their bribes and shut up and don't say anything. Give me money and I won't do, you know, I'll just let you do whatever you want. So, so that's uh, the situation with uh, the landlord thing. I called um, New Jersey uh, and... I think I recorded it. I'm not sure. Um, so, um, I, their Department of Revenue 
and I asked them information about World Insurance Associates, and the conversation was uh, not very long because she refused to answer anything uh, because it was like she was arrested and uh, she would refuse to answer anything for fear that she would incriminate herself when she's looking at the information on the computer. So um, they obviously want to rig things so that they answer my question the way they craft it. So, so what if it says that they changed their name in 2015 um, to Engelbert Humberdink? They will not um, necessarily disclose that. So um, it depends on who's asking as to how they answer. Because files, um, corruption, fraud is rampant. And the technocracy lie. They alter records. They change videos. They change audios. They change any damn thing they can get their bloody hands on because they have ruined our economy. And now they want to cover it up. And they keep pancaking and pancaking and pancaking by saying that World Insurance Associates, which was a former weather-altering service... That's what their their former name was. Um, is pathetic. I and I that was another question I asked her. How can they be categorized under the same thing as a weather altering service? Oh well, it's not. It wasn't. It's not listed as that. It never was. And I'm like, oh yeah, right. So um, they're altering. They're frauding records, and she's telling me. Go to the website. It'll tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, right. Of course I won't. I'm not a business, and I, and I, and I have to um, request prints. I can't even find out what the hell it says uh, off the website because they want to rig it. And I emphasize to her, this is public information I'm asking you. This is nothing that's like... Um, uh, personal. It, this is public information. And yet, um, that's, that's what uh, she said. Because that's how she's trained. And I told her I refuse to go to their website and try to retrieve anything and request them to print all that bullshit. Uh, because it's going to be rigged anyways. But I, I didn't actually say that. But I... I, I did emphasize that records are frauded all the time. So, um, James J. Fruscione is the director of this Division of Revenue and Enterprise Services, phone number 609-292-9292. That's the number that I called. Their address is a post office box. It's not even a physical address. So, um, 
they're obviously up to no good. And um, I asked her, how can this company that says their revenue is $168 million own a multi-billion dollar company? The apartment that I live in is a multi-billion dollar building alone. And how can they own all this and have a revenue of only $168 million? So, um, she would not answer that. And I said, well, you, I suggest that you address this to your superiors. She had no intention of it. And maybe the calls are recorded. She did not say whether they were recorded or not. So, um, so that's kind of how that inquiry turned out to be a real dead end. Um, the, um person that's the key principal of World Insurance, which supposedly only has 214 employees. Go figure. I mean, there's 214 employees with Bazudo just in Connecticut alone. So, um, Rich Econian, E-K-O-N-I-A-N is the key principal. And I pulled up some information on him. Um, his biography information, um, which is crafted. So it has to be, uh, delved into further because, um, there's really, uh, it just says that, you know, he, he's in the insurance industry and he knows 58,264 colleagues and uh, 3,755 companies located in 124 countries. He knows them all. And um, 17,694 executive movements have been recorded in the last 12 months. Well, that's in his biography. I mean, he had more movements than... Uh, Somebody that has uh, Col Col or Crohn's disease. I should send him my box from Cologuard. So, um, that's that's kind of a dead end there as far as his information goes. They're all crafting it. I sent a letter to, or I typed a letter to Exact Sciences. I posted it in my blog under, um, oh, what was it under? Uh, COVID-19. So, um, that's it. I am at 59 minutes and 30 seconds right now. So, I will just uh, leave it at that and I will do a follow-up. At some point soon, I have to get out of here and run some errands. So it's 3.04 p.m. Have a good day.